The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Yeah. 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 Alright, this is the flogcast for rounds. Five. <laughs> yeah, round five. Hosting is someone who's really bad at numbers, is probably drunk, and the Andrew Mackey of all podcasts, Cookie. And joining me today is the number one fan of Jesse White and the number one hater of Braden Maynard. We have Morgan Ashley. And he's correct. Also joining us is number one fan of the Max Gorn Appreciation Society, Maximum Gornich. G'day. Also joining me is the number one fan of umpire bashing, umpire mounting, and ruining of all sports, not cookie. Ratings. And yeah, also chipping in is North's positive member, Anna. Yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start out with our customary goo or tears, and who would like to go first? Um, I've got tears. Tears for Jake Melksham. Don't know why Simon Goulden is playing this spud. I'm crying over spilt milkshakes. How much are you paying him per year, Gornich? Too much. Anything I don't know what it is, but it's too much. <laughs> Would you take Chris Maine for him? <laughs> or Braden Maynard. <laughs> Imagine if I could divvy them up in a package deal and piss them off. What a ripper. No one would take Yeah, them. both, I think. So I think Goodwin, you either need to get him back on the good stuff or... Piss him off back to Casey. Cause he's shit. Um, I got goo. As surprising as that may be, and it is for Damien Hardwick. What a coaching performance this has been. Four and zip start on their way to final success. I think you should get contract extension there. Easily, easily, easily. Well, there's not much competition really. Um, I just, yeah, I think they're. Really going from strength to strength. Another good win this week away. Good sides win away, and they did that. So, Belted Brisbane. Up again. Yeah, anything bad for Brisbane's good for me. High paddles. <laughs> Where's the bike paddles? Where is the bike? Yeah. Where is her bike paddles, you filthy liar? Ah, but, yeah, that's what I've got goo for. Reckon he can turn Maynard and Maine and Melksham into decent players. Uh, yeah, I reckon we should all send them to Richmond and see what, what yeah. Hardwick could do with them. I reckon he could. He could polish a turd, that guy. <laughs> he's, he's made Sean Grigg a good player. Carlton couldn't do that. He he de-Carlton Sean Grigg. I've got goo. <laughs> Hawthorne losing. Every loss is one step closer to a number one draft pick for St Kilda. But to think we've managed to screw Hawthorne over just as the moment they're going down. Yeah, someone's quite happy about that trade at St Kilda. Invite the schoolgirls around. It'll be brilliant. And Al, do you have goo or tears? Uh, yeah, pretty much just tears for the way it ended Friday night. Although it's not really. I'm, I'm pretty used to it by now, so it's more just a reflex action. <laughs> but yeah, nah, it wasn't great. Yeah, I, I got a bit of goo for Good Friday football. It was about time. It was a, it was a great crowd. It was a good atmosphere. Lots of people. Lots of kids. It was nice to be there. It was just a shit result. I would agree with that. Like a dogs fans calling Stringer Gary. It's more so Gary Moorcroft than Gary Ablett. Like I'll also have goo for North for the most underrated player in the competition, Ben Cunnington. Yes, I thought he's done pretty well. I mean, yeah, they're better, but he's, you know, pretty fucking decent midfielder. Oh, 
He's frustrating as fuck. He's he's got a case of the steel side bottom. Just that like he he looks like he will never be under pressure, and, and he acts like he's never under pressure, and he takes things on too easily, and he just fucks it up. He's got no sense of urgency. Isn't that right, Al? Yeah, I got a nod of the head. I was right. Hashtag Morgs was right. Again. The cat's clawing me. And whilst the pros will go on to the games of the round. And well, we'll start out with, well, Thursday night footy. West Coast beating the Calders, who are now 0-4. Anyone's thoughts on this game? I wasn't listening. What are you talking about? (laughs) Eagles versus the Calders. No, didn't watch. I mean, I know I got really lazy with games last year, but this game was just absolutely dull. I mean, Buddy kicked two. I presume, well, yeah, Sydney are up to shit up. Do you think, does anyone think they can make finals now? Nope. No. They'll be 0-5 next week. It'd be a bloody big effort to come back from 0-5. Wouldn't have thought that was going to be the case. But suppose, you know, they got Buddy and Tippett. That's taken up half their salary cap, which means they need to just shove every young player under the sun in. Oh. See, this is just another example of poor planning. Poor planning by Sydney, poor planning by Hawthorne, and that's what sees them zipping for. Yeah, the Eagles kept on rolling on. They face Hawthorne next week, blah, blah, blah. This game probably just been real to talk about. It was a very bland game of footy. Did the Boo crowd win the free kick count? Oh, they did. Strong moral victory to Sydney. Oh, well. 23 to 16. Oh, well. We'll move on to the Good Friday game, which for the first quarter was complete and utter shit, but after that was a pretty good game of footy with the dogs just getting over the line. <sighs> they were so close north. Like, no, they weren't so close. They, were, they should have won. They were five goals up, and the inevitable happened. <laughs> Another choke. Another choke. And then they had the opportunity to snatch the win back and Lindsay couldn't get it done. Bad last 20 seconds for Thomas there. Yeah. Like, the first kick inside 50 where he just picked out a dog's player was shit. And then when you when you see him running into the 50, having a shot at goal, you thought, there, this is a chance. But, hmm. no. Nah. But possibly North did show how to beat the Bulldogs because... They got utterly destroyed in the ruck with Cunnington and Bruce just giving well, Tom Campbell and whoever other spud the dogs had a right proper milling. Mm. Bruce has been excellent in his first four games. I mean, you wouldn't even know he was an ex-rugby player. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Watching him, he's, he's a great tap ruckman. He's a good contested mark. It'll be interesting to see, like I know it was mentioned last week about Goldstein, but it will be interesting to see if North do make a move on him during the trade period. But I wouldn't see a need to. Um, it's not like they've got a shortage of youth anymore. Like They've got plenty of young kids now. So it's not like they need to get rid of anybody. Jai Simpkins has been great. Another good showing from him. Taylor Garner. Trent Dumont Taylor Garner. Yeah, Froy Dumont. Kane Turner. Mullet. Oh, I do love me some Aaron Muller. Does he make you moist? <laughs> <laughs> yes, speaking on the dog side, uh, Dollhouse had a ripper of a game. Tom Boyd got injured. Yeah, Tom Boyd went off early, which was um, unfortunate for North, because um, that really did give the dogs a leg up. Travis That's Cloak not... was... Yeah, Travis Cloak got... Um, oh, he got met fairly and squarely as has been shown by the match review panel. 
Um, but um, we'll now be having six weeks off. I once again blame David Cloak for this. It's his fault. Everything's gone downhill for Travis since David started talking again. Moving on. Moving on to the next game, which, well, sorry for Gornage, was a pretty good game, because I went to it with no expectations, but unfortunately Melbourne lost to Fremantle yeah. in the end. No, uh, we choked. Fremantle decided to show up for half an hour, and that was it. And, well, that's all they needed. Like I, I got in the car. I think I was in the car in the second quarter, and Fremantle had had like a nightmare ten minutes apparently, and then got out of the VFL and did a score update later, and everything turned around. Lockie Neal twenty and freed. David Mundy twenty and freed. Cam McCarthy played well. But those last few minutes, they needed experienced heads in there. And that's where they were missing Lewis and like Hogan and Gorn. We would have won if Maxi played. Probably would have won if Lewis had applied. He probably would have won if Milksham didn't play. <laughs> and if Ross Lyon decided, hmm, young players are now in. Are we sure this is the same Ross Lyon of last year? Not an imposter. Well, if we subscribe by the Starburns theory of coaching, it's, <laughs> no, it's not him. It's, it's not him. It's whoever's their new assistant coach. Or it's probably Bray Carasarella controlling the AFL. Carasarella. so good. Let's see who he can... No, you fucking cat. Oh, I know who it is. It's the worst 200 gamer of all time, Anthony Rock. Oh, who do you think it is? The development coach that you'd hold accountable or that you'd give the props to? Or the forwards coach? Midfield coach? Which one? Feel on midfield. Midfield coach. All right. Well, that's Anthony Rock. I'll, I'll forwards coach in David Hale, Brent Guerra. Going to treat. <laughs> I, I've never seen a more spuddly lineup of coaches. Ross Lyon, Michael Pryor, Roger Hayden, Simon Easto, Anthony Rock, David Hale, Brent Guerra. Jesus Christ. And you got beaten by these flogs. <laughs> they, they even have a stoppages and training coordinator. Oh, oh trust. Who has that? We've got oh, Troy Chaplin. Did you see the halftime thing at our game, Cookie and Not Cookie? Yes. Oh, the, 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 oh, yes. the skills and acquisitions coach who couldn't fucking kick. <laughs> oh, did like that. Meters away. Did that fucking make me melt? I was like, no wonder we're shit. Skills and acquisitions coach, and he couldn't hit the fucking target ten meters away. And the guy was a it was built like a brick shit house. You couldn't miss him. Travis Clegg could have shanked it and still hit him. This guy couldn't kick. <laughs> Back to Melbourne. No. Oh, Keep going. Fuck off. And Al's gone. And Al's gone home, and the cat goes mad. Like he's the disciplined one. Now cat's gone fucking haywire. Come back. Let this be a lesson. If you have a cat, discipline it. Oh, I, I try, but I'm a pushover. I'm like, oh, he's cute. Blah blah blah. Control your pussy. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew that was coming. I'm going to have to put your pussy away in a minute. <laughs> Jesse, you going to bed? Well, but yeah, moving on to the next game and Maximum Gornage, your heart can be a lot better. We have GWS who gave, well, Chairman Mao's favourite side. Anyone watch this game? Um, no. no, but um, my uh, friends from North Korea, or who have been sent to North Korea, in Mardo, Porked and Alfred, they had a bit of a melt over it. So I just 
sending some love to my North Korean friends. Um, wish you were here, but you're not. Sucked in. Yeah, um, Alf did have a bit of melt. It's a good time. And Patton kicks six. He's starting to look more like a number one draft pick. Yeah, but we've said that before about Patton, and then he disappears. Yeah. See, I I know that I know that they're obviously talented guys, Patton and Cameron. They've both shown what they can do, but neither of them do it consistently. Can they be counted on in the final to step up and do that week in, week out? I don't think so. And Mr. 20 and 3, Toby and Green, unfortunately only got 4 and 16. Toby and Green? I think it's just Toby Green, could we? (laughs) He's still a punchable wanker, but boy, can he play. Oh, I'd love to have him on my side. There was some melts over Toby Green in the North Korean chat. Don't you worry about that. I'd give anything to get Toby Green. A small forward who kicks goals and everybody hates him. Yes, please. Yeah, Collingwood won. Heath Shaw got lippy again. Collingwood won? We did not win. Got Heath Shaw confused with Collingwood. You were there. We didn't win. But yeah, Heath Shaw got lippy. That's about it. Oh, well, there's a surprise. Fuck, I'm shocked to be (laughs) sitting here. Heath Shaw opened his big, stupid mouth. That's why he doesn't play at my team anymore, because he opened his big, stupid mouth all the time. Pal Pepper looks like he stopped. He had a shit game. Oh, my inside sources tell me he must be injured. I just think he's not that good at football. But he... He always had that shrug off of Burgoyne. Oh, yeah, well, at least he's got one highlight. Jesse, fuck off! Come on, it's bedtime. Nah. Yeah, it was only Hawthorne. Damn Hawthorne. Fucking penal, not showing up, letting the team down. Uh, we should have some tears, too, for the fucking squibs you haven't turned up. Dan didn't want to turn up because they're losers. Penal didn't want to turn up because he's a loser. And Starburns didn't want to turn up because he's a winner and he can't handle it. Be like me. I'm here. My team's shit. I'm still here. My coach is shit. I'm still here. Letting anyway. The, letting the floodcast down. Letting the bay down, actually. Letting the internet down. How can we win an internet daily if we don't have our glorious leader, Starburns? These dulcet tones. Oh, well, at least we know the floodcast will be up quickly this week. <laughs> Zero minutes of editing. It's because I'm right. a really good host or some bullshit. I am fucking know. It's because you keep us on track. See, look, there's none of that bullshit from last week. Look how well-behaved we are. Bodes well for my parenting career. Parenting career. I don't know if parenting's a career. Whenever I get a kid, get the makeup. I'm off to get a kid. Can't just go to a kid shop and buy a kid. No, maybe in North Korea (laughs) or China. Oh, you can only buy girls. Have one of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they do support St Kilda, so there's a plus. Oh, just one. Would you give that one away? Yeah, I'd give that one away, demon. If you're gonna get rid, you might as well get rid of the trainer. And well, the next game is Suns versus Carlton. Lynch played well. Matera played well. Ablett got booed. The Boganator had an alright game. Carlton having a loss at home is great. My favourite part of this game was the fact that um, Neb and HBF went up there to watch it and it was at home. <laughs> oh, they went to the Gold Coast to watch the game, but it was at Eddie Hat. What else was there to talk about from that game? They had Lynch uh, kick seven. Gold Coast is super accurate. Wish they could teach us. 17 goals. Levi Casbolt kicked three. That, that was disturbing, actually. He got one out of bounds on the full, but he kicked straight. Mm-hmm. Sam Doherty played well again. I like him, good footballer. Brandon Matera kicked three. And, well, we'll move on to a game where Essendon got... Well, the Bombers got shot down to earth. I hate bets. Kick six goals. He's in, he's in some bloody form this year. And five to Walker. Cementing himself as, without doubt, the best small forward in the league. Maybe even the best forward in the league. 
Eddie Betts is probably, like, judging for the last few years, I was rating better than Milne. In terms of, like, best small forward since 2000. That's a fair call from a St Kilda supporter. Oh, and they got a lot more of their goals from 30 metres out without Jenkins there. Old fig ribs Jenkins. My my North Korean friends from Port Adelaide, they, um, they've they named him Fig Ribs. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, bruising should um, cause this many weeks off, but um, no, didn't didn't someone else have a rib injury and play the next week? Jack Stephen got injured in the ribs, but he had like a full-on punctured yeah. lung and all that. How many weeks off? He was, well, he's had two weeks off. Well, for an actual punctured lung. Yeah. We should compare the pair. I reckon Jack Stephen will be back before Fig Ribs. Well, he was going to play this week, but the coach said, no, we're just not risking you. Like, he wanted to play. Uh, Jack Stephen, tougher than Fig Ribs, Jenkins. Big ribs. That's right. But, yeah, Adel- Adelaide, 24 goals, 9. See, good teams, lots of goals, and they don't kick fucking 20 points a game. Well, would we say Adelaide are the premiership, well, the standout team of the first, like, quarter of the season? Absolutely. I would. I think they've... They loom ominous. They kick so many goals. They've got so many forward options. They just... Their going midfield, from strength to strength. Their midfield seems to be able to chip in with a few goals every game. And that's, that's the sign of a good side, is how many goals you can get from your players who aren't your forwards. If you can have your midfielders kicking goals, you're well on your way to being a great side. And at the moment... Uh, Adelaide and GWS are leading the premiership betting race um, with Geelong the Bulldogs trailing behind them. Richmond are at Richmond are at $21. That's a steal. What they have that no one else does is Muscogee. Neil Balm. Neil <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. of Essendon, I mean, Goddard, he had a bit of a stinker. His movie's gone fantastically. Yeah, his movie's turned into quite the horror movie. But, um, comedy. Oh, it's it's a comedy for me. You know, one of those dark comedies. That's right up my alley. Um, Josh Green, what a terrible pickup he is. He's shit. Aresio Fanastasia. Essence supporters were calling him <laughs> up big time, but... Well, we're getting the big O over the big O, but Jesus. Talk about going too soon. Watch him rip us apart next week and make me look like an idiot. Joe Watson looks quite concerning. He looks fat and slow. Wonder why. Um, yeah, he looked fat and slow for... Forever. <laughs> but, um, Except for one yeah. season. Yeah, there was that one time. Just can't quite put my finger on it as to why that is. Yeah, Zach Merritt had another good game for them. He's a good footballer. So, yeah. Anyway, let's stop talking about those shit trucks. Well, the Rory Sloan Fieldwood Lounge was open for business, which is always a good place to be. Very well, there's no, there's no better place to be if you're in South Australia than the Rory Sloan Fieldwood Lounge. Might even get me across the border. And that's big words from a Victorian. Yep. I'd have to avoid the barrels, but for the feel-good lounge, I think I could do it. Or we could move the feel-good lounge into Victoria. Oh, that'd be a nice idea. Next game. Oh, God, it is the next game. St Kilda versus Collingwood. This game was just bad skills, bad goal kicking. Bad, need... bad, bad. All copies of it should be put in a rocket and hurled into the sun. Yeah, along with Braden Maynard. Oh, like, oh, there were... There were actual people on the Collingwood board who thought he was good at football. Now, I may not be the know-all. Like, I know I know a lot of things, but I may not be an A-grade football aficionado, but I know a shit truck when I see a shit truck, and that comes a shit truck. He is putrid. 
I'll he should that. He, he should never be playing another football game, and he will. That's the sad part. He'll play again next week, and so will Jared Blair, and that's just fucking disappointing because he's hopeless. It's not. It's not a great time to be a Collingwood supporter when you have to watch Jared Blair play football. Really upset. The St Kilda, I guess, our back six played well, but that was they were really helped by the lack of delivery from Collingwood's midfielders. No. So we were really good in the first quarter, and just once again, we cannot capitalise. Like, we, we're an absolute joke when it comes to goal kicking. Like, the way that other players can just turn, kick around the body, and it's a goal is amazing. We cannot we, we cannot do that, ever. And we had we got a free kick to Hoskin Elliott, I think, and for some reason he had to go off the ground and fucking shittlebury took it, fucking missed. And that's I knew our day was done right then and there. When our best when our best shot at goal had to go off the ground and couldn't take his shot and we had to give it to the fucking captain cockhead who missed. No wonder he got dragged. So he should have got dragged. He had a mare. Anybody who thinks that he shouldn't have got dragged on the weekend knows nothing about football. If you if you're not gonna hold your captain to account, how can you expect anybody else to meet the standards? You've got to set an example. And he wasn't doing anything, so he got dragged, and that's the way it should be. Nobody should be above it. Good coaching by Nathan Buckley. And I reckon Jeremy Howe's been reading the ba- reading the bay. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy Howe. Oh, Why Jimmy Howe. Jimmy Howe. Uh, in a press conference, he was calling his teammates unaccountable campaigners. Wow. Jimmy, welcome to the Bay. Oh, I love you. Jasney loves you more. But Keep on he's... taking the good marks. Um, Fuck off, Jimmy Howe. Gorney, how do you feel about Jeremy Howe playing good football somewhere else? Do you oh, think do you, think you didn't more... need him? Like, why Why? Why did you get rid of him? Um, I don't know. He was just he was shit. He was an unaccountable campaigner. Hmm. I think Hardwick's turned him around at Collingwood. (laughs) (laughs) He's clearly been our best player this year, Jeremy Howe. And it's not just the highlight reel marks. He's actually defended well. He sets us up well from defence. If we didn't have to have that shit truck Maynard kicking out of defence, we'd be better. And then he went into the middle and started at the centre bounce one time. I was like, are we taking the piss here? Are we just trying to... Are we trying to... I think we are. I think we're tanking, and here's why. Today, I thought about it. Why would we be tanking to get a low draft? We don't need any more kids. We've got plenty of kids. What we need is a forward. Who has forwards that they're not playing properly and needs a draft? Hawthorne, I think. This is me. Brains. Brains has thought about it. We're tanking for a shit draft pick, like a good draft pick because you're shit. We're going to give it to Hawthorne, and we're going to take James Sicily. Brains. Darcy Moore got completely destroyed by Carlisle. But he shouldn't be playing on the number yeah. one defense. That, like, it was just I, bad. I understand. I understand completely how the cloak thing went down, and I don't disagree with him being moved on. I, have no, I don't disagree with it. But at the same time, at least he was a foil and took the best defender. Darcy Moore's twenty years old. He shouldn't be being ragdolled by the number one defender. It's not fair. It's not going to help him. We need somebody that... Dunny? That can... You need a stopgut player or something like that. We, we, we need... We need Dunn. Well, Lyndon Dunn's playing good football in VFL. I don't understand. Lyndon Dunn hasn't done anything to deserve to play VFL football. Chris Mayne may have, but Dunny should come back in this week. Wells should come in. Dacos should come in. And then we're a chance. And get rid of fucking Maynard... Fucking Jared Blair and some other fucking potato, I don't care who, Pendlebury, and then we'll be right. I should be the coach. And I've even managed 
I've even managed to calm the cat down. Everything's going, coming up millhouse. So, Morgs is officially better coach than Buckley. Look, I am, but I'm not a better coach than Hardwick. I don't think anyone is, though. They're not. Coach of I the mean, year. Coach Cookie wasn't even as good as Hardwick. There's no shame in that. Yeah, Starburns. Look at the lengths he'll go to to avoid having to listen to us talk about Hardwick. He faked an illness. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I reckon he's old fig ribs of the podcast. <laughs> old fig ribs, Starburns. It's okay. This title would be called "We All Love Hardwick" or something like that. Nah, call it fig ribs. But it's not an injury troll because he just has ribs like a fig. Speaking of injury trolls, where's Nathan Freeman? He's uh somewhere. He doesn't exist. Did he He's play VFL? I think he played VFL Development. VFL Development. Fuck me. <laughs> Top 10 pick playing VFL Development and nobody's raising an eyebrow. Lucky I'm onto this. Look what you've done to him. You ruined him. Fucking St Kilda. Anyway, yeah. Brisbane and Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> game of the round. This is the game of the round as we oh, saw yes. a completely and utterly masterful display by Richmond spearheaded by the tactician Damien Hardwick. Damien Hardwick, what a genius, absolute genius, managing to completely flog Brisbane. The game was over in the first quarter. I mean, Sean Grigg was apparently the best player on the ground. I mean, if that's not good coaching, I don't know what is. Sean Grigg, what a beast. He's gone enough from being the seventh best player at Richmond. He's probably, like, he'd have behind to, Martin. He'd, no, he'd have to be the fourth best player. I'm sure of it. I mean, he's just gone strength to strength since been under the tutelage of Hardwick. I mean, even Hardwick has got Jack Rewald kicking goals before junk time. I mean, well done. Brilliant work. But not not just that. Jack's a different person. Jack Jack does the team things. That This week, you know who was leading their tackles up until last week? Jack Rewald. Now, nice. this week, given he didn't have any tackles, but he didn't want to go too hard too early, like give the midfielders a chance. Right. He's got Jack playing team football. He's got Jack in the leadership group. Jesus he's, Christ. He's even taken this random plucky kid, Jason God, Jason Castagna or whatever, that guy from Seinfeld. He's turned that guy from Seinfeld into a good player. David Asprey, good footballer. And Daniel Rioli, the best Rioli in the league. Oh, his 10 disposals were actually good. <laughs> so there's one Rioli can have a good 10 disposal game. What a load of shit. <laughs> Well, this one doesn't have Bruce but, sucking his cock for an entire it. game. Stop it! The cat's being naughty again. I'm failing it off. Do you need oh. Hardwick to come around? Yeah, I do. Damien Hardwick would fix that cat up. He would. He fixed Josh Caddy. You fix my cat. Oh, I've got a bit of tears for Camden McIntosh's parents. Who calls their kids Camden? A-A-M-D-Y-N. Fucking bogans. It is an actual terrible name. Terrible spelling. Stupid, stupid people. Is that you, Penal? I'm not a squib. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so impressed. Well done, Frank. I actually don't know how good or bad your timing is. Like, seriously. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were there the whole time and just said it. No, I've, I've, I've been here for 90 minutes. I just thought we were starting at 11 like Dan. Well, you've just tuned, you've tuned in just in time. We're about to talk about Hawthorne and Geelong. Well, um, I, I, I think, uh, I think my, uh, mistimed my entrance. I might need to be another 30 minutes. <laughs> Penal goo or tears? Tears for life itself. <laughs> What's the fucking point anymore? Just oh. 
That's it. That's all I've got. I'd say I feel for you, but I don't. No wonder you wanted to go to Canada, though. We should start a GoFundMe to get Pinnell to Canada so that he doesn't have to put himself through this shit every week. It's like the ultimate catch-22. If if I come on here, I get ridiculed every week. But if I don't come on here, I get called a squib and ridiculed every week. Well, Pinnell, just... We need to ask you something, though. What is your opinion on Hardwick? The the Damien variety or the Blake variety? Damien, the master coach. Look, uh, he's he's great. I mean, he just... Richmond going just from strength to strength. And, um, yeah, I, I, I wish we had a guy like that at, at our club. See, Starburns? We're all right, and you're wrong. This is, this is, this is, this is the Hardwick, Hardwick appreciation zone here. It's... Hardwick love. We all love the Hardwick. Like the, the Rory Sloan love lounge. <laughs> Except gooier. Look, if, 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 if Starburns isn't isn't willing to admit that he was wrong about the master coach, then, you know, him, him, he, we might have to mutiny and just start the Hardwick podcast. I think he'll have to fall on his sword. Like, it'll only need to be like a little steak knife. Because he's a tiny man. But we, 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 we can be the, the focus on footy for the uh, for the podcasting. You know what? That's the, what we need to do. We need to focus on we need to focus on Hardwick and he's focus leading focus on podcast. He's leading us away. He's <laughs> taking us down the garden path. He's leading us astray. But this forecast has been seamless. It really has. There's been no problem. Apart it's, from your cat, and that's just you know we can't do with animals. You know they'd say never to work with animals and children, and this animal is fucking ridiculous. He's currently sitting on my leg being a pain in the ass. But yeah, we'll move on to, well, a game that just occurred and, well, it turned out to be a right jolly rogering up the ass. And Jamal. usually like that. Ben McAvoy played a ripper of a game penal. Hey, look, he, he, it was his 150th game of all time uh, today and I'm surprised there haven't been any threads about it, like worst 150 game player type things. I'm, I'm surprised, but look to his credit, I gave him a serve last week, but he did not stop trying today, uh, and he was one of the only players that didn't stop trying. So we can conclude like, that Ben McAvoy listens to this podcast. Ooh, uh, I think he was keen to give a good account of himself for his milestone game. I, w- I wouldn't read too much into anything else. At least he put in more of an effort in his milestone than Lindsay did. <laughs> he was never going to. He was never going to win the award for worst milestone player this week. Look, and if I had to choose between losing by fourteen goals and losing in the dying seconds again, I, I would take the fourteen goals because at least you know I could watch uh, could watch today with no expectations and not have my uh, heart broken like uh, the the qualifying final and like North did on Good Friday. So, uh, do, do we have uh, do we have Jack? Is is uh, yeah uh, yeah. So um, you, you're all, you're all about yeah, positivity, I'll... mate. So I'm trying to take a leaf out of that book and be a more positive supporter. And uh, you know that's why, of course, I said, what's the fucking point in going on it? So that, that's a, that I'm trying to control the negativity. That's that's what that's what I'm here to do. 
And with just you as, as my guide, anything is possible. And yeah, just keep the positivity going. Bring back Hardwick as an assistant. Look, I, I'm glad that uh, uh, we we didn't take Vickery into the game. Uh, I think uh, Cicely, even though he sprayed most of his shots, he still did more in, a, in the first half than Vickery did all season. So that's one positive to take out the game. And uh, speaking of Hardwicks, I thought... Uh, bl- Blake Hardwick uh, playing his third game, I think, played, you know, better better than a lot of big-name players. So let's say he was uh, a more effective small forward than uh, Bruce and Rioli put together. Ooh, going after Cyril. Look, and, and even Durham was going right. after Cyril. You, you, you know, you could fucking see Durham at halftime. He was tearing up because he's saying... Cyril had three possessions. What's going on? And he's fucking giving Cyril the serve and tearing up at the same time. You had like seven All Australians playing. Not one of them played well. Oh, Hodgie played all right. Well, we we know he's made of concrete because he kept getting belted in the head and kept getting up. Look, the only and another positive I'll take out of this game is we've got a few uh, Geelong players looking at lengthy holidays for trying to uh, belt Hodgie, including friend, uh, long-time Flogcast friend Sam Menengola, as Bruce kept calling him. Domin, we could also give Chris Scott a whack because he complained about the Birdman uproar, and he also, for some reason, has a fetish of playing Harry Taylor as a forward. Well, no, I think it was his turn to whinge this week. It's Brad's next week. Well, if ever, yeah. if ever there was a time for where Brad should have whinged, it was this week. But uh, I guess they they drew their uh, they drew their straws at the beginning of the round, and Chris had to go. Um, but yeah, so I think they only persisted with the Harry Taylor forward thing for a half, and it's no coincidence that once they threw him back into defence, that they kicked a lot of more goals, and their forward line worked a lot better. So just maybe, maybe there's something to be said for playing players in their proper position. Cough, Jack Gunson is not a midfielder. Cough. Same as Braden Maynard, not a midfielder. Not a Braden Maynard, not a a footballer. Penal, he started in the midfield at a centre bounce. I think he got clearance in the goal for that, I'm not sure. Yeah, I nearly suicided off the top level. Oh, mate, I was furious. I mean, you should, should, should have fucking run onto the pitch and just sniped him somehow. Yeah, how did Ilksy feel about that, Cookie? Yeah, he wasn't big on Maynard or Blair. <laughs> I think. It's a Collingwood board thing. They're just, oh, well, Blair is despised on the Collingwood board. But Maynard's getting a slow, slow hatred. And I had him on a super coach team last year. <laughs> That was a big mistake. Well, we'll move on to talking points and what little talking points we have. Uh, we'll suppose we'll start out with Harley Bennell, who decided to get shit-faced before a flight. He was probably flying with United. So, yeah, thoughts on Harley Bennell and his uh, mysterious calf problems. He will never play a game again if uh, people weren't already aware of that. He's, he's, he's done. He's cooked. Yep. He is, and it, he shouldn't play a game. If he's going to be out for 10 weeks or however many, he should then be suspended on top of that Dugowie style. But he's not coming back because his issue is not a calf issue. What's he going up to the Gold Coast for? I don't think it's praying with Gaza and Hawley. Yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's revolutionary calf surgery. Things like that tend to usually happen in Germany and places like that. Yeah. Waste of talent. 
yeah. up there of like that picket guy who went to Hawthorne. He was also a giant waste of talent. Oh, Dale, Dale Garlett. Just another fucking Hawthorne uh, recruiting master stroke. They should really have sent these players to Hawthorne where Hardwood would set them straight. Yeah, if only if only uh, uh, Benel had gone to Richmond, uh, he could have had the uh, strict discipline of uh, Damien Hardwick helping him out, getting him on the right track. It worked for Chris Yaron. Yeah, Chris Yaron's apparently going to make a comeback to AFL. He he did in the uh, Waffle Reserves, I think. He's uh, he's on the uh, back on the professional football circuit. Although I guess that depends on how loosely you define uh, professional. Oh, I, I think it's good to see him playing football, at least. I think it's sad for football that we lost somebody with the talent of Chris Yaron, so it's good that he's actually playing. But yeah, suppose another like change, well, another talking point is the AFL has somehow changed the drafting rules about trading first-round picks, and what well, we could really call this the Geelong Amendment. What's the amendment? It's apparently they're saying, oh, every club, apparently for the first four seasons of the trading future first rounders it's a free period like you can trade as much as you want so the whole four year thing doesn't exist until 2019 Hmm. awfully convenient that they uh bring that in after uh geelong were caught conveniently flouting the room the rules uh so i can only hope that they will listen to common sense and uh bring in a protective pick rule Man, draft, the whole draft is going to be a massive troll for you, is it? We, we could legitimately finish on the bottom of the ladder and, our, and have our first, first pick be in the 40s if, uh, if GWS win the flag. No, but if you give us Sicily, you'll get a first rounder. But maybe maybe we can we can do a trade with North again, like a Jonathan Hay type deal. See if uh, Josh Josh Gibson wants to go home. <laughs> cousin, cousin Brad wants wants to take Josh Gibson home. Yeah, I don't think that um, Strathmore would take Josh Gibson at the moment. And they took Michael Ferrito. Look, um, if they didn't bring that in. Geelong would have had to trade someone to get a first-round pick, would they? Yeah, and they have no currency to get a first-round pick apart from Dangerfield. Or Motlop. And Motlop, who Mot- nobody wants anyway, because <laughs> they shopped him out last Motlop's year. not worth a first-rounder. On, on, on talent, he is. On talent plus off-field issues, probably not. I mean, poor Porkins, maybe, but he ain't leaving Geelong. Salwood is not leaving Geelong. Harry Taylor's too old. Henderson's too old. They've got nothing of value. But then again, this is a club that was stupid enough to trade pick 21 for a Reece Stanley. Does he actually I I think that uh, by the end of the year, that's going to be eclipsed as the uh, dumbest trade of all time by the... uh, the Hawthorne first round swap with St Kilda, but it was good while it, it was good to laugh at Geelong while that last. I was at the pub tonight and people were discussing the ball outside, and someone goes, "What do you mean Hawthorne don't have a first round pick next year?" And someone goes, "No, nah, St Kilda have got it." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, everyone knows now." <laughs> <laughs> and as Fred uh, has reached the mainstream. Yeah. No, nah, because well, there, I, I bet you there are still some people out there that. Uh, don't, don't that you know a, a few dare I say bandwagoners of the uh, Taz Hawk 15 variety who probably still don't know and they won't know until the end of the year and we get to the draft period and uh, they're going to be hit uh, with a very very sudden realization like a freight train 
that uh, our first pick is pick 40. It seems to to have been a very, very, very big mistake now. Is it worse than Freo giving up pick one for Crowd and then trading him yes. back two years later? Yes, because it, it, that could have worked out all right. I think everyone knew at, this, at the time that this was a fucking mistake because everyone rightly called it that we were just too desperate to get O'Meara that we would then sell the farm to get him. And uh, at least a Freo thing could have worked out. Yeah, it just it just it just boggles the mind. And so does fucking picking up Ricky Henderson. Oh, God damn it! Who? No, I'm, 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 when I when I fucking said last week that the board needs to go, I was half joking. But this week, I'm 100% serious because whoever sanctioned that fucking trade period last year needs to fall on their sword. That is appalling governance. Gornage, I'll put it how bad of a deal this is at this moment. St Kilda didn't actually expect Hawthorne. Like, we expected Hawthorne to finish, like, around top four, top six. No one at our club had any idea this was going to happen. It is hilarious. I think think the, uh, the, the fucking... St Kilda uh, football department is just sitting there like uh, like, like a guy that found a winning lottery ticket that someone conveniently dropped out of their back pocket and they've just picked it up on the footpath. That that's St Kilda. They're making out like like bandits, and uh, you know, fair credit to them. They they just fucking shit shit board shit governance. We were too desperate with O'Meara, and they seized the opportunity and inspired by their uh legendary player Stephen Milne uh they did they did a they did what any good Stephen Milne would have done I I think the Lions finished like bottom four in like 2005 so the cliff does come fast well yeah most 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 teams don't really fall off a cliff they just drive down a gentle slope like we kind of we saw a uh, we saw West Coast a bit, uh, sort of after their golden era. Um, Port Adelaide, uh, Br- Brisbane, really the exception. Uh, but certainly, we we haven't drawn down a gentle slope. It's uh, we've driven off a cliff, and then fucking uh, we we we've driven off a cliff, and then fucking driven another car off the cliff on top of our original car it, 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 to, to compound driving off the cliff like the we were the, the players were already getting too old too slow that's going off the cliff but then in the trade period last year we just fucking drove another car on top of the other car uh, so that we will we can never get up off the cliff now without any draft picks. That's that's a good analogy for our trade period last year. It's put, putting another car, stacking another car on top of the other car that had already driven off the cliff. Well, that's a good note to end that talking point. And, well, suppose we'll go on to the next one, which is, uh, well, Robbo has decided to ask, what's wrong with South Australians and their racism? Remember, as, you, as your friend, Maximum Gorn, he's like, Port Power... Supporters have some serious issues with some racism. Mm. Yeah, I think it just seems to be the port, port flogs. 
Yeah, I, I, I felt really dirty during. The, I felt really, really dirty during the week because uh, Starburns uh, made a post pointing out how this was endemic to uh, Port Adelaide and their culture, and uh, that naturally is a good expose. So I liked the post, and uh, Subaru also liked the post. So I felt really fucking dirty that I'd <laughs> seemingly gotten involved in a shit fight esque uh, thread that uh, Subaru had now uh, become involved in. Anytime that Subaru likes your posts, you really need to have a shower. Yeah, it just the, the, the seeing the words, seeing the words there written out on the page, you and Subaru like this, that just made me think I, I, I seriously need to reevaluate my life here. But yeah, I, I, I take it she's not getting an invite to the inaugural uh, Vag Gang podcast. No, no, it'd, it'd be me. If, like, in my ideal world, it'd be me. There'd be Bush, she wouldn't turn up, but she'd be invited. Meb, just for lols, Carlton lols. She'd probably go to another state instead of turning up. Um, come what may, because I enjoy her. And, Cabana. Oh, no, I don't want to hear any Brisbane shit. All she does is post those fucking three-peat fucking pictures with fucking Michael Boss and three cups. <laughs> I don't want to see one ringer in three cups. Fuck that up. Hey, no, fuck, to, to, to be fair, that's that's all I'll be reduced to in a couple of weeks, posting pictures <laughs> of Ruffy with three cups and, yeah, one one ringer, three cups. Four. Uh, I don't want to see that it, shit. Don't be that penal. Four, isn't it penal? penal. But, but that's all I have on. now. Penal? Four, yeah. isn't it? Well, yeah, but three in a row. Like, like, ah, yeah, so yeah. three plus one. So, Jasney. On the, on the female, on the Vagcast, we could even get Dr. Vickles for her tipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, m- m- move, over, move, yeah, move over coin. We'll get the real deal. Would you, would you get uh, special guest Jeff Varner on for an interview? Oh, no. Uh, Dan's not here and Starburns is not here. Let's talk, Penal. Uh, let's, let's talk. Because I, I think I think we're lacking in other talking points, so let's let's talk about the big issue of the week, which is of course nothing. Even made the Herald Sun made every news article, every news headline was Survivor on Thursday. What a beautiful time to be alive! Except it was just awful. Was that how the person re- revealed someone to be trans? The person. His name's his name's Jeff. I Sorry, Survivor. So I don't know them. His name's Varna. Varna was about to be voted off the island to the only thing he had left, which was to out a person as being transgendered. And nobody knew. Nobody on the island knew. Nobody watching TV at home knew. I'm sure his family knew and stuff. But in his actual life, he wasn't out. He was just a man, and that's what everyone thought he was. He'd moved away from his hometown where he grew up as a woman. And this guy just sensed he was transgendered, so he outed him. And his reason was he thought that would convince people that he's been just Deceptive by not telling them. It was literally the worst ten minutes of TV I've watched. It was so sad. I cried like a baby. It was. It was confronting. It was very confronting. Look, and I think uh, I obviously the uh, the 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 way uh, Zeke must have felt in that moment would have just been crushing. And I, I, I can't imagine uh, being in those shoes. And I think um, uh, he, the way he's handled himself is uh, very, very, very classy. Uh, nothing but, uh, but good words to say about, uh, about Zeke. So it, hats off to him, handled himself with tremendous uh, class, Plum. being able to, uh, to even, even forgive uh, Barna. 
for, I think, uh, being able to realize correctly that uh, it, was, it wasn't the most malicious thing. You, I don't think it was a terribly malicious act, but it was incredibly stupid. So deserved, he, he deserved to get voted off without a vote really the way he did for just being an idiot but um and i i, I do feel a little bit for uh, for jeff because that's the sort of uh thing that kind of you, you look at james heard uh that's the sort of thing people kill themselves over and i'm not saying that to be a, a dick I, I genuinely think that the he's had to live with that for six to nine months whenever they filmed it and now re- sort of replaying that moment over and over for in, in his head the whole time because I don't think he, he meant to cause that emotional harm so he would have had to look at that and now he's getting the social media backlash of it now that it's airing and he's getting people calling him the worst fucking person ever and it's it's, it's just a terrible shame and uh, it's it's shocking certainly the most shocking moment I can remember on uh, on Survivor and it's it's a real shame for, for uh, everyone involved for those that don't know this guy is this guy Barner who did it he's a homosexual open openly homosexual and works with the LGBTQ community and still went and did this like this this is not this is not a a man who is some southern redneck who's like oh we got here a queer no this is a man who knows better than to do what he did it was well he 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 had a he had a really bad bad lapse in judgment based on desperation yeah he overstepped the line and he has got to deal with he he has got to deal with consequences as a result but hopefully said consequences aren't out of line with what he did i.e threats of physical violence against him which is over the top like this guy's already lost his job since because of it like he's had plenty of consequences so far Enough's enough. Yeah. This has been the Survivor talking points because the football is really fucking boring. Seriously, players, I know you've listened to this. Get out, you know, get shit face, have a doobie, get high on LSD and start fucking shit up. Well, Make our Terry, lives more entertaining. Ter- Terry Wallace, we know you're listening, so fucking get another story out there in the media during the week. Dancer us, you monkeys. <laughs> Moving on to, well, this week on the Bay, and we'll start out our Fred Vest's favourite segment. Shout out to you, Bestie, and to good old. Uh, what Fred really was good this week? Um, I liked Jasny's thread, post things that trigger off supporters. It was a very funny thread. I, I thought that, no, I, I, I'm surprised that thread was uh, allowed to stay up. I mean, it was uh, very triggering and full of uh, microaggressions against me and, <laughs> uh, and, and my kind, which is, of course, uh, Hawthorne supporters. Uh, read into that what you will. Uh, yeah. Poor, poor, poor thread. Triggering thread. Do, do your fucking job, mods. Get rid of it. I liked uh, Packed Lunches thread. Post here if you haven't lost a Cats by 90 points this century. Uh, the Morrow Bar by Captain Blood. Oh, fuck off. That thread was shit. I, I, because we talked about them last week and I was sitting there scratching my head going, I actually like Morrow Bars. I mean, you know, they're, I mean, yes, they're not quite as good as, uh, as the Mars bars, but if you if I get a pack of favourites, 
then the Moro bars are like one of the first things I go for. Uh, like it's, it's I, I love them. It's not at all like the fucking Turkish delights, which I have to fucking throw out or feed to um, I don't know fucking homeless people. I like the Turkish delights. Well, Pookie, next time I uh, I get a uh, pack of favourites, I will uh, save the uh, Turkish delights for you and send them by a carrier pigeon or something. I did like uh, 2017 Hall of Shame teams that lost the Hawthorne. I love a good self-troll. Do you think anyone will get in there? Oh, we fool in two weeks' time. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, because we did, we did at least beat Geelong in the preseason, so I'm surprised he didn't go with, with that angle. Geelong remain the only team we have beaten this year in the, uh, in the preseason. Yeah, but I'm, I'm was another, a bit of a Dan. I liked um, Hawthorne have traded their first round pick to St Kilda. Yeah, I mean, that's Actually, a good thread. It was uh, a public, public, public service announcement. Yeah, I'm going to give that my thread of the week. Great thread. Well done. The OP's got a nice ass too. <laughs> we are all about reach arounds here. I've not looked at Anna's ass, but I'm going to give him thread of the week anyway. Yeah. Is bullshit? Is that? Uh, on Sunday. Is, is NL there? Uh, no, nah, he's gone home. Uh, all right. So uh, just um, when he Doing when he listens to well when he when he listens to this, um, I just uh, ask him to consider what would have possibly happened if it had been uh, Eddie Betts taking that shot in the final <laughs> few seconds instead of Lindsay Thomas. So yeah, are we all satisfied to give NL a good reach around this week? Yeah, saves me doing yes. it later. Starburns is really going to hate this, but he doesn't give a fuck. But fuck him. But speaking of Starburns, who are we going to nominate for Flog of the Week? Dan. I nominate Dan. 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 I nominate Dan, because even Penal turned up. Starburns. Why can't you see that Hardwick's the best coach in the league so far? Now, can we give Sports Maniac a whack? Well, that was going to be my nomination. I mean... Fremantle did not... I was at the game. Fremantle did not get a ride from the umpires. Stop being a melty fucking cunt. Just, you know, chill the fuck out, man. He's basically plug a light, but at least plug it makes you laugh when he does it. We had this observation, like, I was talking to Ilksy, and we had the same observation. He's plug a minus the YouTube videos, the witty one-liners, and the, and the stories. So he's like all the shit things about Plugger and nothing good. Well, yeah, it, 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 fucking even the Plugger shtick is wearing thin. And, uh, you know, Sports Maniac is like the guy that fucking was posting Gangnam style videos in 2014. He's like fucking picked up on a trend like way after it was cool. I think Plugger is like Hardwick and Sports Maniac is uh, Nathan Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, very good. Oh, we'll give it to Sports Maniac and Dan. Dan, anyone else yeah, we, who wants? We, 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 we can't, uh, we can't neglect uh, Dan's mashing. Sorry. Yeah, Dan's a masher and he's a squib because he's not here. Question time, Cookie. Oh, yeah. Question time, Bay. I'm really prepared for this. Fucking Starburns, you're red. You're better than me. At this. I really am, Andrew Mackey. Don't say that about yourself. <laughs> Don't drag yourself down to his level. True. Because it's really prepared. fucking low. <laughs> I had a question. Oh, this cat. Fuck up. <laughs> oh, I need a... F- hang on. I've got to go and get this ball because I can't deal with this any longer. <laughs> Game over, sucker. No cookie has a question for brain power. Will Hawthorne fold? <laughs> no, no, but we should 
sack the board and start over. Morgan Ashley has a question for Bosk, Red Vest, and Plugger. I know this is a general Fred question, but he gives a fuck. Any of you flogs want to come on? Seriously, Plugger, we want you on. Vesty, we want you on. Bosk, we want you on. No, they didn't want to. They weren't prepared. I nearly had a special guest, but he had to not come on because he had work in the morning. So, anyway, I have a question. Who would be your favourite player from another team? And I'm not talking about Rory. Rory doesn't count. Oleg Markov. (laughs) (laughs) I I like Cedric now, but... I think Damien's doing wrong is not putting him in the team. It, it, it's a it's a shame that uh, Oren Stephenson isn't still going around, or else uh, that would have been my answer. The big the big O. Um, I I love uh, watching Adam Trelaw play, so I'm going to say him because nothing else seems to really jump out at me. I'm going to answer my own question. My favourite player is Tom Lynch. Which yeah, one? I was going to say. The Gold Coast one. Oh, it's the good one. I would like to order me one of those, please. <laughs> I would agree with that. Wherever Tom Lynch shop is, I want one. Wherever Cookie's going to get his kids from the child shop, I want to go and get, my, <laughs> get a Tom Lynch. Send one of the tick boxes. Do you want your son to be a good footballer? Yes. No, I want him to be a great footballer. Good is not good enough. That's a defeatist attitude. Sorry, I know. I'm going to say Ben Brown. He's a goofy-looking fuck, but goddamn, he can play. That's interesting. Uh, actually, can I change my answer to Robbie Gray? Fucking love watching Robbie Gray go about it. Sorry, Morgs and Adam Trelaw. That's all right. I thought it was a bit do, lame anyway. I do like seeing Jesse Hogan as well. He's always entertaining. I like it when he has tantrums. I don't and I like, it when, I like it when him and I share a packet of darts. Sometimes I run out of a lighter and he gives me one. <laughs> I don't mind watching Martin. Yeah, that's because you want to sign him as a free agent. We're getting Fife, damn it, and you have to enjoy Fife over Martin. And Dusty's going to North, apparently, because they, they've uh, retracted their ground, grandfather offer for Josh Kelly, and so they're going to go after Martin instead. Uh, that's a much you know, better I, idea. And if he asks for I, 50 grand more, just fucking pay it. I enjoy seeing Jake Stringer play, but I hate all the fucking goo around him. Like, he's not the next Gary Ablett. He's not... The package, just fucking, you know. And Hawthorne supporters are... Well, the fucking Hawthorne board, we mentioned it last week because of the Bosk thread uh, that Morgs picked up on, but the Hawthorne board is really taking this positive thing, positivity thing to a real extreme because they have uh, they seem to be insistent on the fact that we'll be picking up Fife or Martin with pick one in the pre-season draft. <laughs> They're just like that. That, that doesn't matter if Farsi kill it, get pick one because we'll have Omira and Fife. Well, the next question we have is from GN80 Norflog. Who is the biggest flog in the media? The waste I'm of semen. Berridan, you are right there. Dermot Burton. Why is that cookie? Instead of saying a player has kicked the ball, he says a player has somehow in the process of doing it has dropped the ball concurrently onto his foot, allowing him to proceed to forward the ball in a progressive motion involving end over end in order for another player to proceedly catch the ball so he can turn around and proceed, pass it on forward to another player. He can't hmm. shut the fuck up, that stupid ranger cunt. But, well, I like Dermot mostly because um, I tend to do that as well, like uh, the other day, I used the uh, the term wherewithal unironically, which it just fucking is usually a trigger that uh, someone's being unnecessarily uh, verbose and should be punched in the face. 
Um, so I, I like Dermot because he's a good uh, exponent of the Hawthorne goo, uh, which, of course, you know, what, what am I uh, if not a good exponent of the Hawthorne goo? But uh, my mm. least favourite would have to be... Oh, it's just, I can't, can't think of anyone else. I can't think of anyone worse than Basil. I'm sorry. It's just, I know it's fucking cliche around here. We keep picking on him, but we keep picking on him for a reason. He's so fucking useless. David King, he is also a waste of semen. And also on Brereton Goo, uh, I think his son's, I think Hawthorne are looking at his son for next year or year after. Yes, father-son uh, coming up uh, next year, I believe. Come on, Brett Boss's kid, please be a good boss. Please let Michael be your illegitimate dad. <laughs> but yeah, right, next question we have from Packed Lunch is, why are people so unkind? No, I, I genuinely believe that uh, humanity at its core is evil. And if you strip away the thin veil of civilization that keeps our primeval nature in check, uh, then it becomes a dog-eat-dog world. Uh, everyone's left to fend for themselves and people show their true true vile, repulsive nature, and people are cunts. And Smeghead has asked, Cookson, how high, How would you rate the horse finally managing a four-peat? Pretty highly, as it's bonds of draft picks, Smeghead. Please smash them next week. Look, I, I know we uh, didn't get the forgasm last year, but... Um, that doesn't mean uh, we have to stop uh, the orgasms. I think uh, they'll they'll still be coming <laughs> thick and fast this year. You know, also, just I'm looking through the thread again. I'm going to give a dishonourable mention for Jasney for Flog of the Week. How dare you not call Mabweller the pretty weller? Hang your head in shame, good sir, good lady, good Alf, whatever you are. Jasmine's off the Weller bandwagon and onto the Jimmy bandwagon. Jimmy Howe, that's her man. Yes, she's uh, changed change, change the team supported to uh, Collingwood, it appears. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jazz. Uh, just 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 wait till we get uh, Kieran Lovell back in the side and uh, be supporting Hawthorne again. This cat has finally calmed down and I put my arm up to scratch my head and he has gone to sleep where my arm would go down. So now I have to have my arm above my head on the couch because he's sleeping in my fucking armpit. This cat has been a gigantic issue. See, it only happens when Enel's not here to whip him into shape. Why? He doesn't respect me. Next week's games, round five, this, yes. Uh, well, does anyone got any tipping implementations ready? Like coins, dice, anything? Like, should I stick with the coin or should I? Well, people do like the coins. People like the coin. So, I'm going to swap from the 20 cent coin. I think I might go for uh, uh, something pommy. You know, fucking Italian. Bellissimo! The Italian uh, 100 lire coin. I think it's got Julius Caesar in the back. Well, alright, we'll start with Port Adelaide versus Carlton. He wants to go first. The coin! Uh, the uh, coin. Coin, here we go. Julius Caesar will be home. Uh, random Roman guy will be away. And it's random Roman guy. He likes Carlton. Oh, That's will they, happen. they will absolutely melt over in Port Adelaide. I cannot wait. Uh, the coin's an idiot. Port will run away with it by miles. I know Chairman Koshy could be disappointed. I'll go Stop with the, the coin. coin. All right, here we go. Western Bulldogs versus the 
Brisbane Bears or Lions. Whatever the fuck they are these days. No one cares anyway. Except paddles. And it's ahead. We are going for the Bulldogs. A coin sensible there. I'm going with the Bulldogs. And Morgan, it's Bob Murphy's 300th this week. Don't know if you knew. Oh, is it? I'm surprised they haven't sent out <laughs> junctures to everybody who lives in the western suburbs. Yeah, I, th- I think there are going to be very low key about the celebrations for this game. I don't, I don't, I don't think they'd want to uh, make the occasion all about the individual. I, d- I don't know. Uh, Bob Bob Murphy doesn't strike me as the sort of guy who would want things to be all about him. You know, like yeah. like on the, uh, the like on Grand Final day. I think that that was an aberration. I think he, he's not really a. Uh, Selfish kind of guy. Have Have you seen the the jumper that they're going to wear? Is it uh, Is it Is it worse than the uh, Drew Petrie one? Was there a specific Drew Petrie jumper? Wasn't it the, the that three DP thing? Uh, I don't know, but the, like it says Bob on it, and it's got a collar, and it's just fucking garbage. Okay, that's that's probably is even that... more cringeworthy because at least the uh, the three DP was a uh, clever little uh, graphical. Play on, play on words almost. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Or the boom of 427. We used to have 3DPs in, in high school. It was a three-drag pass, and you'd pass the smoke around in a group. That's what a 3DP was. Well, we know dogs will be very low-key about it. Expect oh, a few years. Okay. I, ca- I can't imagine any uh, any any fawning in the media over Bob. It's just not that sort of... Uh, uh, the med- the media is not the not the uh, type to give blowjobs to specific players. There wouldn't be any. Well, we'll move on to the next game: uh, Gold Coast versus Adelaide. Let's see what the coin says. The coin has gone for tails. Adelaide to win. Does anyone disagree with the coin? No. No. All right. Next game: Sydney versus Western Sydney. And it's Western Sydney. Julius Caesar, or random yep. Roman guy. Western uh, uh, Sydney, Western Sydney bring, bring on Owen 5. Owen will turn 5 for Sydney this week. Uh, and now the next game, Fremantle versus North at, well, the main stadium. And the coin is tipped Fremantle. Fuck, they're gonna be they're gonna be Premiership favourites after this week over here in the WA media. And gonna hear about uh, how Ross Lyon is the greatest coach of all time again, how he's managed to fucking rebuild in four weeks. <sighs> why why do the coins like Frio so much? Alright, well it's been right the last That reminds me, I completely utterly forgot questions for this week. Oh yeah. Question yeah. time. That could be done after the tips, whatever okay. if he gives a fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Cookie would be really uh, diligent and thorough with the edit, so he can uh, clean up all these little mistakes. Be seamless. And now we have St Kilda versus Geelong. Come on, coin. Ah, <coughs> uh, it's random Roman. Cats to win. Ah, it's likely it's gonna happen. Damn it. Oh, and I was gonna be so angry. I'm so. Have you, have you seen? Have you seen their fucking draw? It's bullshit. It's like they're gonna be eight and zero. They're gonna be this year's North, hopefully. Like, cause they they don't play a good team before like round ten or something. That being said, we did beat them last year with Gresham deciding to break Tom Lonigan's ankle. So let's hope Gresham ready to turn it on this week. Let's hope he can break uh, Joel Selwood's face this week. <laughs> and Dangerfield's suit. 
Alright, the next game we have Hawthorne versus West Coast in the Sam Mitchell Cup. What will the coin say? The coin has gone for West Coast. Tipping, uh, tipping West Coast in Melbourne, uh, brave coin, but then again it is against us, so. And it is Italian, so Italians are not known, for, you know, being reasonable. They're, they're not known for their bravery, are Italians? Wait, no, that's the French. Sorry, I've just managed to in, in, offend two groups of people at once, so, uh. Like any Frenchies listen to this, or mm. Italians. What if, what, what if Manu's listening? Well, James Hood. If James Hurd's French mistress was listening, we would be fucking shredded. Sacre bleu! How could you say that about Monsieur James? But the next game, we have Richmond versus Melbourne at the G. Oh, let's see what it says. Coin has gone for Melbourne. Yes. Obviously, the coin, the coin doesn't know about master coach Damien Hardwick, clearly. Uh, well, I, I'm, with, I'm with the coin now. I'm with the coin on this one because even, even under uh, the master coach the master coach of Hardwick, Richmond always seemed to lose to Melbourne. It's like their annual banana skin game. A bit, bit like us against Richmond. And smoking Hogan's back. Yeah, he'll be, uh, pr- he'll be pretty uh, fired up and ready to uh, ignite. We're ready to smoke. Place the goals. How, how much longer can we milk this joke? <laughs> I hope it just doesn't end up in a pile of ash. <laughs> yeah, we, we think we can keep the we can keep the flame alight a little longer. Yeah, well, he's got to perform this week. No ifs or buts. <laughs> <laughs> he's not uh, a kid. I like that one. He's a teens. He's an adult. Oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. It's Jesse White still acting up. Oh, he found a ball that has a bell in it, and I'm about to fucking send him outside. Stop it! (laughs) If anyone has any tips on how to make your kitten less fucking annoying, I would appreciate them. Jesse, come here and love me! (laughs) Again, the last game of the round on Anzac Day, the big one, Essendon versus Collingwood. And the coin is tipped Collingwood. Oh, we better fucking win, because I've got a bet with Craffles now. <laughs> is that that a fucking really big bet? Yeah, because oh. no one else was going to take the bet. And I'm not a coward. He tagged me. I'll take your bet. What, what's Why the would bet? you do that? Because I've, I'm not a coward. I'll put my neck on the line. And if hey, we you... fucking win, all right. You're you're not a squib. I'm not a squib. Dan is a squib. We've established that. Uh, What's the bet for? Days and days to get over it, and he's still squib. What's the bet, Moz? Like, I've got to change my display picture to Joe Danaher and my team supported to Essendon for the rest of the year. But if I win, he has to change his name to whatever I decide. His, his like uh, screen name. Yep. Oh, I, I, for, well, for the sake of uh, comedic value, I hope you uh, prevail on that one. I hope I do too. Morgs is bitch. Craffles. Yeah, Morgs will win. Morgs will win. Braden Maynard will be dropped. Coin has said so. Oh, thank fuck. Braden Maynard, imagine if he won an Anzac Day medal. Wouldn't that just literally throw the whole thing? Like, it's not a well-renowned thing as it is. Like, fucking Mark McGough won one. But... And you love it. 
Damien Jupiter. Well, this might this might be James a Jesse White's year to search to shine. Mm. Oh. Well then, this has been the vlogcast for round five, I think. I don't know. You still don't know. <laughs> I really don't. But yeah, joining me has been uh, well, person who melts at any match official in any sport on this planet, and he will confirm this. Not Cookie. Bye. Uh, someone who was struggling with a cat, Morgan Ashley. Oh, bye. A person with immaculate timing and bereft of goo, penal or brain power. Yeah, fucking see you cunts. I will keep coming back because I, I guess I'm a, just a fucking masochist for pain. But you're not a squib. Oh, that's that's the important thing. Like I, I wouldn't want to be called a Dan. <laughs> you put your head over the ball. Can't be doing a Dan. <laughs> also joining us is someone who is also not a Dan, but is bereft of bearded goodness, maximum gornage. Our milkshake doesn't bring the boys to anyone to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no and moisture. And hosting is not cookie, and you will have Starburns back next week. Where you're he not, will be not happy cookie, about you're not cookie. You're, yeah, no, you're, you're Mackie. You're Mackie. To be honest, I'm really fucking drunk, so. <laughs> I think I'm more Harley Benel, to be honest. <laughs> just, just don't get on a plane, especially not a United one. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening. See you on the forum and wherever. (laughs) (laughs) It's gone well, this episode. Gone really well. (laughs) See you on the forums. (laughs) And wherever. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I could see someone randomly on the streets. I could meet Dan in 7-Eleven. If you meet Dan before I meet Dan, I will melt. <laughs>